This is exactly right. All right, Scotty. Karen. Georgia. Kurt. Here it is. Taiwan official urges people to stop changing their name to Salmon. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) You know, this is such a good way to start our one-year Bananaversary. gentlemen welcome to bananas i'm curdy b i'm banana boy number two scotty landis this is our one year anniversary episode so we wanted to make it extra extra special so our guests today really you were already fans of them and then you came over to us so they need no introduction kurt would you like to introduce Karen our guests? kilgariff and georgia hardstark yeah i could have just said karen and georgia i guess but let's no. do it for everybody. Let's keep you know, it formal. Yeah, exactly. In this podcast, <laughs> formality is key. <laughs> That's what people say they like about the show is they're like, it's, nice, yep. and it's okay, but it's very formal. And we really yeah. appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scotty's That's got a martini. Yes. I'm celebrating in Scotty, style. that looks so good. Get in on it. It's five o'clock in um, somewhere. Salt Lake City. Yeah, Bananaville, <laughs> Bananaville, America. <laughs> yeah. Grand Junction, Colorado. It's five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Well, do you want to hear about it? I'm just going to get right into it. Absolutely. Please tell us. Okay. This is from The Guardian. This was sent in by... So many, so many, so many people. So many bananas. Thank you for sending us stuff. But this, uh, of course, I'm credit the last one, the one I screen grabbed was the best uh, one. Anthonius Coco. So Anthonius, of course, <laughs> the piano player. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just said the piano player. <laughs> I didn't know you guys had listeners and. You know, outside we, the we have bananas. We have murderino bananas. Uh, it's nice. It's nice. They're very sweet, and you know. 10% judgmental. They're great people. We love them. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? 90-10. Uh, so this is from The Guardian. This was written by the amazing... Oh, come on. Guardian? You're not giving credits for writing? Sometimes The Guardian doesn't. Yeah, oh, is that... They don't do that's it. when Joan Guardian wrote it. And then they don't, <laughs> they don't say... She asked them not uh, to say. Yeah, it's uh, just Agence France Presse in Taipei. So okay. I'm assuming that's the friend. Perfectly. It makes perfect there. sense. <laughs> Here we go. A Taiwanese official has pleaded with people to stop changing their name to Salmon after dozens <laughs> made the unusual move to take advantage of a restaurant promotion. <laughs> and, yes. Yes. Yeah. Just for free sushi. for all, And this is the best part. In a phenomenon that has been labeled Salmon Chaos by local media, which is, yes, thank you so much. Catchy. Uh, about 150 mostly young people visited government offices in recent days to officially change their That's name. That's fantastic. I love this so much. The cause of fantastic. this enthusiasm was a chain of sushi restaurants uh, under the two-day promotion. What? <laughs> two days? 
It's only free sushi for two oh, days. You no. Fuck. You have to change your name to Salmon. Uh, who's any, Sal. That's any, a cool name. Yeah. yeah. Sal. I well, like the name sure. Sal. Here's sure. the person they talk to. So, yeah. A, any customer whose ID card contained <laughs> Giyu, which is the Chinese characters for Salmon, would be entitled to all-you-can-eat sushi meal along with five Great. friends. That's a lot of food. Oh, five oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's enough money to change it back in, after two days. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the Chinese <laughs> government allows you three name changes. Oh, what? Why? That's okay. great. That's cool. Per quarter. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my time to to share something yes. so humiliating, and yet no. ma- I think most of you Please. know it, yes, which yes. is that I have a tattoo. Okay. Uh, it's a tramp oh, stamp yeah. of a salmon. <laughs> So yep, I I've think I would it. get I would get so much sushi oh. <laughs> for two full days at this place. That's sadly the mix between that San Francisco taco place, and I don't know if it exists still, but I know a lot of people still have their logo taco tattooed on them for free lifetime tacos. Oh, right. Karen, maybe you, maybe they give you salmon tacos there. I don't know. I'm Kurt, so- do you not know this story? This is a great story about the salmon tattoo. Uh, yeah, about the salmon tattoo. I'll just try to t- tell it very briefly. My, I went with my, it was when I was still drinking and I was drinking mm-hmm. whiskey. I was in a Cheers Jameson's phase. Mm. So I would always show up and at three drinks in, I'd be twice as fucked up as everyone I knew. And it was, mm-hmm. it was a t- time of chaos, self-induced <laughs> chaos. So I went with my two tattoo friends and we had all decided we were going to get Pogue Mahone tattooed on our asses, which is Gaelic for kiss my ass. <laughs> Which is uh, the strangest, uh, funniest plan that's like when we got to the – it was that tattoo parlor on Sunset that isn't there anymore. And right. when we got there, the guy said, I won't do it. <laughs> Pick something else. Because you were black. Wow. Because we were shit-faced drunk. And he goes, right. uh, it's such a – the phrase is long. It'll end up looking like a big, long – Almost like it'll look like gang writing on your ass. You don't want this. Like you, yeah. you're drunk and you're making bad decisions. So okay. my my two Anne and Jules, my two tattoo friends, immediately mm-hmm. had backup plans. And of course, I didn't mm-hmm. want to get a tattoo at all. I was just kind of in my drunken like, what are we doing? You know, so, yeah, anything's possible. Adventure, exactly. And so because we had planned to get this Gaelic thing, we had been looking at like. Irish folklore books and all this stupid shit. And so there was one story about a Fintan, the salmon of knowledge. And okay. uh, if you eat of him, you'll have the wisdom of the ages. So I was like, I'll get, I'll get that guy on like as a tramp stamp. Oh. That will be hilarious, which is like, don't, if I can give any advice, don't get sarcastic tattoos. They don't, they don't translate. Ooh, At all. So good. Unless so you're so fully good. chatted up. I feel like joke tattoos are not a great long-term investment. I'll say that every time I've showed this tattoo to anyone, any friend, I've never gotten the reaction any better than, oh, no one has ever been like, that's awesome, I love it, nothing. It's always been a little disturbed and a little just confused because he didn't have like, it wasn't like a Celtic you know, folklore drawing. It's just the field and stream salmon from the back of like a fisherman's truck cab. Yes. Oh, it's just a very standard salmon jumping up like a spawning. salmon. Not that Karen needs any uh, backup, but I can confirm. 
Yeah, she's witnessed it. Yeah. That's pretty great. But you could have led like a trail of people like the Pied Piper into this sushi place in Taiwan (laughs) and probably gotten 20 friends just. Serve it up, motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait. But also, Karen doesn't eat sushi. So that. Yeah, that's right. I'm not interested in any of this. (laughs) This promotion doesn't help me at all. Was it it in your mind, like the fact that you got it on your lower back, was it in your mind? That like that like th- I am the thing you eat to like get to get wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, I kind of thought that was funny. Like mega threes. Take a bite of that shit. Kind of uh-huh. attitude, except for that's not really my real personality. It's a yeah. bit of a like no, when I'm acting no. like those girls right. type of thing. So nothing about the tattoo makes sense oh. in in like sober adult life. Oh, I love it so much. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you would have gotten so much sushi that you could have just thrown <laughs> right in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, Georgia, do you have any joke tattoos? Did you do any out of uh, sarcasm that you're now looking back on and going, well, that wasn't everything I wanted it to be? <laughs> well, I do have a juvenile delinquent tattoo, which isn't the same thing. But mm-hmm. my best, it actually is, ended up being a joke tattoo because my best friend and I carved each other's initials on our ankles with Indian ink. It's like a jailhouse tattoo. Mm-hmm. But her initials, didn't think this one through, were BS. Oh. So it's Your now covered up. Doesn't were you best bullshit. friends with yeah. Britney Spears? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah, lucky. she was 12 and I was 14. And we were best friends. Just partying, partying yeah. pretty hard. <laughs> Ben Stiller. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> My buddy Pizza Zach, who I know is a big listener of Bananas, uh, has the funniest tattoos from shoulders to ankles. And he used to have Papa John, just a really crappy one. But then <laughs> Papa John is, is... Wait, his name is Pizza P- Zach? Well, he just eats pizza every day, so we all call him Pizza Zach. Um, <laughs> one of the great guys. Uh, yes, legendary. So anyways, he had Papa John with just a really bad caricature <laughs> face of Papa John. Great. And then Papa John said the N-word a lot and turned out to be a really horrible human being. So he put yeah. an X over it and drew uh, roach legs on it and wrote Papa Roach over it. So now it says Papa <laughs> <laughs> I want to be friends with this person. Yeah. Um, Pizza Zach rules. The best. Yeah, yeah. The Pizza. best. Pizza, Pizza Zach would totally cool. get my salmon tattoo. He yeah. would immediately yeah. get it and think it was great. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, I'll just finish up this story real Please. quick and we'll move on. Go real uh, slow. We're not going anywhere. We're <laughs> in this, baby. We're in One it. year. Uh, okay, I just, here's one person talking about it. I just changed my name this morning to add the characters <laughs> Bao Cheng Gui Yu, and we already ate mm-hmm. more than $7,000 in Taiwanese, which is 176 pounds. Which Shit. just still doesn't help. Which is two hundred bucks, yeah, two fifty, yeah. okay. probably something like that. That was that's a lot of sushi. That's a lot of sushi. And roughly that's translated, Ma's new moniker means it, <laughs> explosive, good-looking salmon. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The best kind. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. my kind too. <laughs> I'm laughing. Expl- I'm laughing. Explosive. I like it. I sure. love the idea that that many people would change their name for two just two days of free sushi. Man, I want some banana names. I have an idea. <laughs> what? what if you get a bananas tattoo? You get one day of free bananas. Sure. At, All you can at eat. any Ralph's at al- any Ralph's. in the Southland. <laughs> it's called shoplifting. Send you one full day of bananas. <laughs> Absolutely, we would which, do that. Which is, which is zero about to one. 11 bananas. Dep- it just depends on where you're at. 
yeah, with your Potassium your is dangerous, so you can really only have maybe three to five a day. I would. Yeah, say. please oh. be careful. Somebody did get a bananas tattoo. What? Like really? the uh, the Oops. yeah the glass. I remember seeing it in the middle of the summer, but my head was other places. Um, oh my god! If you've got <laughs> a bananas tattoo, you have to send us a photograph. I can't believe someone got a tattoo, and that's our first tattoo, and you didn't mention it till now. I, you know, I was <clears throat> I was doing a handle of Tito's a week at that point. <laughs> oh, Things, look, it all got blurry. This summer was a bit the... of a blur. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. It was a do your thing summer. It was. For sure. <laughs> it's your thing. Do what you want to do. Yeah. Uh, my friend Chris does have a, a the rocket from the crypt he, do you know do you remember that band rocket from mm-hmm. the crypt of course. you could get a rocket from the crypt tattoo then you would get into any show that they have for free uh <sighs> my friend chris got it and uh like the very next day rocket from the crypt broke it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's the only thing that could have happened in that story that's the that only way that could have gone <laughs> I bet they just changed their name because they were letting too many people in for free. You just reminded me of a story that is actually very apropos for our guests. Okay. Uh, I, I had a friend in Brooklyn named Christian, the nicest guy, uh, aspiring actor, and was one of those people that just would like go on a million auditions but never booked anything. And he was he just wanted to like get a SAG card. He just wanted to get insurance. You know, it was that thing where when you haven't gotten that first one, it's so it it just feels impossible. Yeah. So one day we're all at a bar in Park Slope, we're drinking, he comes in, he's so happy. He's like, I just booked a week of work. And I was like, Incredible. What is it? <laughs> He goes, so I'm going to be on America's Most Wanted. I'm going to play this guy that like killed all these people all across the like uh, uh, Georgia and Alabama. And I was like, that's fantastic. I was so happy for this guy. He's like, it's five days. I get my SAG card. He, he was pumped. So I didn't see him for like, I don't know, three to five months, whatever the normal amount of time in New York is where you don't see people. And when I saw him, I was like, dude, how did it go? And he goes, oh, they caught that guy the next day. The guy he was going to play. Great, but no. The guy he was going to play, the serial (laughs) murderer or whatever, they caught him. And then they were like, we don't need you anymore. Not shooting that episode. (gasps) And I don't think he ever worked since. I think that was his one chance. So you kind of go, well, they caught a murderer. But sorry, bud. Your IMDb star meter is probably in the red. Yeah, it's not getting any better. (sighs) Poor and God. you're it's basically like we caught him and you have nothing to say about it. You can't that, complain. Yeah. You, if you complain or say anything, you're a bad person. <laughs> right. You sue. Right. <laughs> can't do it. Oh God. It's gotta give us a uh-huh. one curdy. Okay. This one today is the one year anniversary of this story. I'm pretty positive we didn't do this. Katie, chat me if I did this one already. But this is my kind of story. I really like the Rube Goldberg type of stories yeah. where one le- thing leads to another <laughs> to another. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, Wes Brooks sent this in. Wes is an incredible artist. He's the best skull artist I know. He makes beautiful skull art. Uh, not on skulls, just of skulls. Um, here's that beautiful headline. Oregon man tosses lit firework at woman, sets four U-Hauls on fire, and a hapless gas thief. (laughs) Oh, my God. So the key is the hapless gas thief. Let's focus on that. Like skipping rocks across a stream, but it goes boom, boom, U-Haul, 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 hapless gas thief. Oh, my God. It's how I'm picturing yeah, hapless yeah, is the best word in this. It's the most yeah. intriguing word. Yes, in 
This is a it's good, from yeah, the forties. I don't think you can be hapless and a gas thief at the same time. Right. Person. right. Seem, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't yeah. be. You but I bet it happens. Aim. Yeah. And if you, you aim are, for better, you're probably going to get lit on fire. <laughs> The risk is very high. And do you deserve it is the question. Okay. Well, he did in a way, but not, you know. Okay. And this was written by, oh, this was in the Oregonian. This is in Oregon. We are getting so many banana stories from Oregon. Oregon is is just emerging as the Pacific Northwest Florida. It's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, Written by... Maybe the greatest journalist on planet Earth, Shane Dixon Kavanaugh. Yes. Shane's unbelievable. What Shane does (laughs) is he makes a website look like a mirror into your soul. So an Oregon man faces criminal charges after police say he ignited and tossed a large firework during a parking lot spat that accidentally sent four moving trucks on fire. I mean, come on. Um as well as someone secretly siphoning gas from one of them. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> this. <laughs> oh, man, this makes me so happy. Uh, the wild blaze erupted early Sunday morning. So we're getting bright and started on the Sabbath. Uh, in, in Eugene, <laughs> when Dylan Thomas, Hannah. Okay, so I'm going to be saying Hannah. It's Dylan Thomas, Hannah. Uh, Hannah, 29, got into a verbal altercation with a woman in her 30s. Don't need that detail. Yeah. That doesn't weigh in at all. No. Just a woman. Yeah. A I middle-aged than- woman, though, so yeah. you know how they are. Right. You know how they can be at the gas station on Sunday morning. Yeah. That's right. Uh, with a woman outside <laughs> a U-Haul storage center in Orion. Oh, no, in Eugene. Uh, this is at 5.45 a.m. You know, a great time to be fighting about anybody with anybody over anything we so call it up, I, we, that's an up all night not and i got up early for right. a fresh start 100%. i was gonna say that's a that's a meth time that's yeah, meth that hours. Is, yeah. <laughs> yes. that's not a just got up stop. and grabbed my fireworks to go down to the gas station <laughs> no that's the mething hour you're right Karen. <laughs> you get your stump hour. town yeah you get your mething hour well the state is correct uh during the exchange of words hannah again that's the man uh, lit a mortar style firework. Oh, so that's like the kind that, sh- like, it's like a tube and it's got a ball and it rockets it. It's the big kind, is what I'm saying. It like makes this a, isn't... It's a real firework. Yeah. Yes. Like this the kind the city guy. buys Thank once you. a year yes. for the 4th of July only. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lit a mortar style firework from inside his car, um, <laughs> oh. then, then threw it at the woman who oh. ran for cover. Um, the subsequent blast sent sparks flying through the U-Haul parking lot, police said. Uh, some of the burning embers landed near a, b- near a bank of moving trucks where, unbeknownst to the quarrelers, a man had been <laughs> siphoning gas. So this is a completely <laughs> separate guy just stealing gas. Oh, what a town. Oh, um, for... <laughs> It's incredible. Four moving trucks burst into flames. So did the unsuspecting gas thief who was spotted fleeing from the scene with his pants on fire. Oh, oh no! This oh. gentleman just needed some gas. Gas prices are high these days. I get it. Yeah, maybe he was taking his pregnant wife, who was in labor, to the and didn't have time to stop. Didn't have yes. his credit card, you know. But that's best case scenario. Yes, that's right. absolutely best case. Yeah. Or worse, other, I don't know. Yeah, Ari's a wild white of West Virginia, and he just likes huffing 
ghastly. <laughs> Uh, police later tracked down Hannah again. That's the guy and booked him into Lane County Jail. On these, these charges seem a little <laughs> uh, lax to me. Uh, on suspicion of second degree criminal mischief, reckless burning, and reckless endangerment, the suspected gas siphoner remains at large. <laughs> so I just hightailed it out of there. Man, that makes me so happy. Later, Dade. So, Turned into a Spike Lee okay. video running up the street. <laughs> it had to get away. A, it's that's such a great video. I love that video oh. so much. So good. Boy. 545. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what is the fight about? Why is the firework being thrown? Why are you siphoning? Uh, this place is paradise. That's when so I always good. wish that there was someone. See, the police don't do like because all these like uh, you know reports are from a police report, right? They just get the police report. It's not like a like a, a, yeah. a reporter showed up here and interviewed people. But that's all you want to know is what yes. was the yeah. fight about? Do you know what I mean? If it was about like no Mountain Dew Code Red is better than green, you know, like then <laughs> yeah, I am you're like Baja well, rips. That's yeah. Joe DeRosa's podcast, so <laughs> I don't. I think that we're good. <laughs> Yes, it is. I, actually, they one. should have interviewed that gas station attendant who had the bird's eye view yeah. of the entire psycho parking lot that he could have basically been like, so I turn around to grab some camel lights and when I turn back and then it's, you know, his his POV. Let it or rip. Hers. I've never, or hers. Or uh, hers. I've never siphoned gasoline. Do we have any gas siphoners in this, in this chat? I've, in this I've, I've done it. I've done it. Only- I knew it. I fucking <laughs> called it just now. I don't know, like a college prank type of thing. No, I think it was just to get it into a thing so that we could put it into like a jet ski or something. Uh, like Normal. into like one of the containers. And it might make sense. My dad, for some reason, I don't know why my dad has had this, but he had a siphoner. Like it was yes. like a special thing that you didn't have to like, you, you, shouldn't, you didn't have to suck with your mouth. Yep. Yes. You could just pump it with your hand, which is very funny that they're like, well, look, we all got to get gasoline out of a car sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to use their mouth. Oh, Here at Craig and Auto Parts, we're going to make it easy for you. Let's say you had a lawnmower. That, you really got to mow your lawn. Do you have an Irish salmon on your lower back? Come to O'Reilly's. We'll give you a gas siphoner. Free it's siphoners all week long. You know, That's right. my cousin, I'd never done it myself, but I watched my cousin and her boyfriends do it because when I was in grammar school, she was like, 18 or 19 and she kind of ran with a tough crowd and one time we were getting dropped off by carpool and so the carpool was this family that all the kids were younger than me and my sister and i think my sister i was probably like seven and my sister was nine and as we're pulling in like because my parents are both at work for the day so they're dropping us off at my aunt jean's house next door and my cousin lisa standing in the driveway this big circular gravel driveway with her boyfriend and uh and his friend they all look like bikers. They're like all, you Love know, that. kind of like hardcore, like uh, leather vest, like, no shirt type of shit. Yeah. Ooh, like big Kurt. <laughs> totally. <laughs> like when you picture Kurt and Scotty. This moment. It, right. You know, like uh, the big long mustaches. They look right. like extras from Starsky and Hutch. Bad guy extras right. from Starsky Road and House. Hutch. To, yes, right. to the point where as we're pulling in, 
Marcus, who's the, who was probably in first grade, if not kindergarten, stands up in the back seat and goes, Mom, drive away. The bad guys are here. And, and, and lovely Anne, who drove carpool, was like, Marcus, that is Karen and Laura's cousin. You don't say that about them. And my sister puts up her hand. I'll never forget it because like like, she was like the oldest, wisest person in the world. Mm-hmm. She was like, no, Anne, he's right. And then we both just get, got out of the car. <laughs> oh, I love Laura. <laughs> no, they actually are the bad guys. All right, we're going to go watch Spider-Man inside while they stand outside and steal gas from my Aunt Jean. Okay, see you guys later. It's the 70s. Oh, God, I love that. That reminds me of Sons of Anarchy, which then leads me to the best name mess up I've ever heard. Come, it oh. came from Gretchen Cook. She I know this. <laughs> this is. I'm going to scream laugh when you see this. It was coming from Gretchen Cook, and she was trying oh. to remember. She was trying to t- tell us the name of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And she said, Sons of Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> what is that show, Sons of Thunder? Uh, what show is Sons of Thunder? <laughs> She's like, you know, it's like old, it's old timey. It's old timey. Whoa, Jesus. I don't know. And she's like, there's maybe dragons. We're like, Game of Thrones? <laughs> she needs to make that oh, God. show. I want to see that show. Oh God, I Kurt. I think I told this one on a on a lot, maybe on a pilot episode of Bananas. But I was in mm-hmm. Laguna Beach, uh-huh. and uh, I was killing time before seeing a, a friend of mine was in a play at the Laguna, Laguna Playhouse, oh. and I was sitting there just killing an hour because no traffic. Who knew? And uh, it was like it was this it's this beautiful bar right on like overlooking the ocean and the cliffs. I think it's called like the cliff bar or something. And I'm sitting there just drinking a beer, playing on my phone like a normal person does. And this very entitled woman walks in and is like talking way too loud into everybody. And she's talking to the bartender about game of Thrones. And she's like, do you watch that show? And the guy's like, no, I don't. It's a weird though. It's like brothers and sisters having sex and all that kind of stuff. And she goes, yeah, well, and then looks directly at me. And she goes, that's how it was back then. And I was like, <laughs> what? I think this person thinks this is history. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then I have one more bit. I know. I guess that's how it was back then. You know, brothers and sisters and dragons and white walkers. <laughs> and then when she left. Uh, she raises her hand for a high five. I'll never turn down a high five. So I put up a high five and she hit my hand so violently hard. Like it was, (laughs) it was like bookending, not just the moment in the bar. It was like bookending two weeks of my life for me. It was like, you'll never forget me. That's sons of thunder. Look, we're from Orange County. My mom is a high fiver. It's very possible Ooh. that that was Janet. Ooh. She looked like a so Janet. Yeah. Does mind. Janet think that Game of Thrones is um, like from King Arthur's <laughs> from time? <laughs> Who knows? I mean, she watches Stark Ancient Aliens. Yeah. She watches Ancient Aliens. God, so that's all I can that's say. so funny. All right. I'm it was give incredible. Us one to send us Jesus up, break. homeboy. This badass journalist is solving Detroit's abandoned boats problem by bringing them back to the owners in a captain's hat. 
is a lot to David unpack. Lee Roth. <laughs> That's Huge. David Lee Roth. <laughs> <laughs> It's the first annual Bananaversary. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bananas. Yes. Uh, really quickly, before we continue with our fantastic, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guests, I have two things. Yes, Scotty. sir. Two things. Please. Number one. Yes, sir. Amalia Larson messaged Love her us. already. Okay. She says, Banana Boys, I've just answered the question we've all been wondering about since August 25th, 2020, which is to say that 43 is the number of times Aaron Brockovich said the word bananas. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> permutations thereof when she guessed it. I downloaded a clicker counter app and listened to the whole thing again to get it right. Yes, right. she did. <laughs> Yes, she did. And in one of our shortest episodes, that might be in 50 oh, wow. minutes, too. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was 43. in 53 minutes. It was almost one a minute. Sometimes one in, like, multiples in one minute. Uh, uh, I mean, she knows marketing. Yes. She knows marketing. I love well, that booking. I love that booking so much when we heard that you guys got Eric, Aaron Brockovich. We were like, too. what? Like, everyone <laughs> yeah. screamed on the staff meeting. It was, it was, so, it was it's just cool. the coolest. She didn't know what the podcast was by a mile. She was the only, uh, she was a wonderful <laughs> guest. Like her enthusiasm, I, I before we had her on, I went back and watched the movie Aaron Brockovich and realized that what sh- what the real Aaron probably did to get the schematics for the water rights and to figure out is she probably showed up every day and just said blueprints, 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 yeah. blue maybe forty three <laughs> times an hour. And but her persi- she her enthusiasm persistence, she's like saved more lives than any guests we've had on yeah. the podcast. Hey. Yeah. So I love her. You got well that's true. That's no, I'm right. kidding. I'm oh, fucking totally that's kidding. That's true. Hey that's, nobody goes that's in the amazing. forest anymore. It's true. <laughs> um <laughs> She was so cool. Forty three, yeah, that's incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Love it when um, um, when the fans pay attention. Right, yeah. it's the ultimate compliment. It really yeah. is. And this is just Curdy. one other thing I wanted to read, only because it is our year anniversary episode. Um, uh, this twelve is, months. Uh, this is actually from. This is a review of the show. Thank you so oh much boy. for anybody who's gone and reviewed the show. Please so go. many people reviewed. Thank you. Please rate and review the show because for some reason it matters. We still don't know why, but please go <laughs> and do it. Uh, so this is by Miss Fenway. She said, I cannot express how deeply I've grown to love and appreciate this podcast and the hosts, Kurt and Scotty. It's an old song to sing at this point, but 2020 has been brutal. And then although oh things boy. are looking up, this has been a hard year, too. My grandfather mm-hmm. passed away in early 2020, and it has really been a strain to my already strained family. I lost my much-beloved job of five years due to, you know, in the spring. So much of what has divided the world has been dividing my friends and family, and I felt very caught in the middle. This podcast mm-hmm. gets so much praise for its funny stories, and it deserves all of it. But what has carried me through this past year is the kindness between Kurt and Scotty and their hosts. Oh, that's nice. The way nice. they talk to each other and compliment one another and how much they admire each other has been such a needed reminder of the good that is still in this world we surely need more of it thank you for being a weekly dose of kindness and love 
We love you, Miss Fenway. Thank you so much for Aww. sending that. That was a really I'm all nice teary-eyed. thing to read. I am That's teary-eyed. lovely. That's beautiful. You know, it's not, we don't often, I don't think we've ever read, like once, maybe once no. before, read a positive review, but I just thought I wanted to send Miss Fenway. I would prefer to just read negative reviews. Those are much funnier. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. That's a really nice review. And that's the same reason I listen to this podcast. I think that is a very common thing for people where you either want to put in your earbuds and hear the worst thing in the world that kind of weirdly makes you feel better, yeah. or you want to you participate in a nice hang where you don't have to say anything. And that really, it really does make a difference. You got, like, of course, you guys are hilarious, but there is like, there's the tone to it that is just like a very lovely hang that I also and appreciate. I will say like the most thoughtful guest, the most thoughtful bookings too. like every guest is this beautiful, meaningful person that, you know, you guys yes. care about. It's really awesome. Oh, We've been you. very We're fortunate. Proud to have you. Very proud. Well, and yeah, we we're just also... fortunate that people have said yes to doing the show. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the ones that said no can kiss our asses. So, <laughs> no, nobody said no, which is great. Yeah. Um, well, that is so nice. Thank you very much. And I just want to give one shout out, Curdy B, because yes. my homegirl, Dawn Perry, God, I hope she listens to this. So, this is a friend of mine from 25 years ago. I went to senior prom with her. Uh, she's just the best started super kind cookies in la cookie delivery karen and george i'm sending them to your house i think <gasps> tomorrow they arrive yes. Are you yes. it's cookie delivery she's the best she's a chef she's amazing and she's my oh. good friend so if you live in the la area and you like i don't know great tasting cookies and you're not crazy you know, go to Super Kind Cookies on Instagram, order your cookies. Dawn's the best. She sent me some. I ate her snickerdoodles like they were going out of business, but they're not going out of business. Mm-hmm. They're flourishing. So that's all. That's cool. Um, Love it. All right, you guys want to Curdy B, back Detroit to bananas, area? my friend. I'm opening yeah. a White Claw, by the way. Oh, I yeah. That. Oh, I thought you meant like a restaurant called White Claw. I, I was thinking White Castle. Yeah. I'm kind of hungry. I was yeah, it'd be yeah. fun. Um, this was sent in by. Drum roll, please. My brother, Walter Brownoller. Hey. I love Walter Brownoller. Walter Brownoller, he's the he's a diplomat currently in Kiev, Ukraine. If you live Whoa. in Kiev, go see my brother. Be a diplomat. And he drinks um, uh, Malibu. <laughs> he used to. Yes. Hi. <laughs> oh. in his twenties. He lived. It was so York, delicious. Uh, Malibu and. Um, Pineapple? Yeah, pineapple juice. What's up, Walter? Call me Walter. A sandy speedo, as they call it. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> All of you. Sandy speedo. Uh, right. Write that one down. <laughs> Walter, this sandy speedo is for you. So this this badass journalist is solving Detroit's abandoned boats problem by bringing them back to the owners in a captain's hat. Uh, I'm in. So I'm not going to read this whole thing because it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, but <laughs> yes. I will name the reporter. Her name is Ronnie Dahl. She's a D- Detroit-based journalist. She's and the best in the business. She found. <laughs> I saw the first one she does. She did. This is, of course, this is such a like. Detroit is such a fascinatingly strange city that th- that sure. this is like a big thing. Like there's a ton. She's done this many, many, many times. Found boats that are just literally like 
Uh, in, yeah. Just on the, the side of the street, just like thrown off of a thing. <laughs> and this happens like, in Brooklyn and Queens, too. Edmund Hawkins once asked me, did I want a boat for free? All I had to do was go pick it up. Because what happens is people either run out of money or to dry... What's a dry dock? Dry dock. Dry dock. Yeah, for the winter, expensive. costs a lot of money, and sometimes it costs more than the boat. It's kind of like totaling your car. So people just be like, "Come take this boat, and it's yours." This is like a. And you real say thing. it's stolen or something? And no, it's just stuff? legal. Oh. They just don't want to pay for it anymore. So you can. There are <laughs> boats available. I, Kurt's going to tell us in Detroit, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I watched one of the videos where literally like it was like detective work to figure out because what everybody does is they scratch the. Um, the identifying numbers off so you can't tell okay. who owns oh. the boat. So she had to do all of this detective work uh, and then, <laughs> so she puts the, then she puts them on a trailer and she drives to the person's house all on camera and she has a captain's hat on and she's like, we found your boat! Oh my God. <laughs> and then just leaves Oh my there. God. It's really, really funny and she has them all on camera. Um, but what a... Can we- this is a podcast. This is an investigative journalism podcast. I love that. Yes. Or a, like a human piece, you know, like mm-hmm. what do they call those? Mm-hmm. Human interest piece, yeah. That's it. Thank yeah. you. I love it. I love it so much. I actually did go on a boat ride in Detroit when I was there. Um, How was it, Kurt? It was Did it kick ass? Because <laughs> they have all these little canals, which I had no idea about. Uh, they have all these little canals that go throughout the city. Yes. And it was like, I met a, I don't even remember who this person was. That's The friend better. of a friend. And they're like, you got to go on a boat ride through Detroit's canals, man. And I was like. <laughs> they call it the uh, the Venice of Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Right? But it is, it is like there are trees that have like fallen over into the, and you have to like go underneath them. It's like not maintained well or anything. It's kind of like a smaller version of the Gowanus. Um, oh yeah, in Brooklyn, the Lavender Lake. Yeah, and so it was like nighttime, and it was it was just so wild. It was like they the people who are there, they're artists. They owned not only the house that they lived in, but also the house next door. That they were just like, we're gonna fix this up at some point and try and sell right. it, right? Because like it was just so cheap at that time, you could buy a house for like five thousand dollars or something. And then they had this like teeny tiny little flat like flat boat. And we were like drinking, and they're like, "You want to go for a boat ride?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's go for a fucking weird boat ride." And then you're just yes. going through the city, and then you come out onto this huge fucking river, and then like just then all of Detroit just like is laid out in front of you, and it was absolutely amazing. Got soaking wet because it was like the river was really strong, and it was just splashing over the sides. We were only like six that inches That seems off. fun and sanitary and yeah. safe and good. Yes. Was it yes. just like a regular fishing boat, or was it like larger? Or it was, I'm trying to picture it. Yeah, so it was probably, I would say, a 15-foot long, 15, 20-foot long uh, fishing mm-hmm. boat so that they're really low down to the water, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, it's one of those ones that would like have like that weird little seat that comes up in the front. Do you know those? You yeah. those? That almost look like a, uh, like a bicycle seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so you like can fish off boat. the front? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to say, this sounds like some bootlayer action yeah. going mm-hmm. on into Canada right? and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Windsor's right there. I forgot. Yeah. Right. I'm like, yeah, as if I know geography <laughs> at all. Yeah, totally Windsor. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's Windsor right there. Windsor, yes. Windsor. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so this basically, this reporter is just nailing people for large scale littering. 
essentially. Yes. yes. Bring in, uh, bringing the bar- bag of garbage back to the house, but it's a boat. I love her. But it's a boat, right? <laughs> it's Is the city paying her? You know how the city loves, has so much money and loves to distribute it to do-getters. I think they're probably the, 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 just the, the news channel that she works for, which is ABC7, guys. Oh. Hey. Uh, and they're Ooh. doing it live, too. That's crazy. Nice. Ooh, live I on the air? That. That's exciting. That's Dangerous. Dangerous. Getting people in their curlers, de- yeah. screaming and denying yeah. at the front door. Yeah, that they're That's the your pants. Boat. I think we owned a boat, right? <laughs> no, it's not our boat. No. This lady it's not is our here. Boat. No. Claiming. No. I do have a I do have a working theory and you, we can kill it right now if it's not okay. true but that uh, to me it goes uh Winnebago boat airplane if you owe, if you have oh. a boat if you have an RV a boat or a pilot's license there's something that you're trying to hide that increases by 25%. And like you're the reason you're drawn to owning these things is like, I need to get away. I need to get really far away. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, I need to be able to change continents because there's something about me. I've oh. always felt like when people are like, I just got my pilot's license, I just stare at them very hard. <laughs> you scam artist. You're just That's like, a big, I need to get rid of something too. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, what are they up to? That's, Why? that's a great that's a great observation. That's so Karen smart. I did go on a tour to a helicopter factory. That's right. Yes. And we and met some very suspicious people on that tour. We did. There was one couple, there uh, 10 of us or so taking the tour of the Robinson Helicopter Factory and then when you talked about it on my favorite murder, the helicopter had crashed that week, which was oh, yeah. so Remember that? That was mm-hmm. so crazy. It was so weird. But at some point, and the tour was fantastic. It's in Torrance, California. It's the number one private uh, helicopter company in the world. And it was so fun. And we just pretended like <laughs> we had a true interest in helicopters. We were <laughs> helicopter shopping, you <laughs> Who's, know. Whose idea was it? Scotty's. Um, yeah. That's a Scotty. That's, that's a, a Scotty. Well, Scotty. When, there was a time in this country where something happened, and then Karen and I talked sort of, uh, you know, as friends do, and I was like, we need to do as many tours as we can to get as smart as we can. And so we st- we went to JPL. That's uh, right. I remember that. Which was so fun with Steven. And then we did Robinson's Helicopter, and we tried to do a chocolate factory in L.A., but it had closed. It closed. And then... Oh, then we had, sorry, we were about to go to that, the sex doll, uh, the place where they make sex dolls. dolls, which is yeah. up by Six Flags. They give tours? Yeah, apparently, right? Isn't it? Didn't yeah, one of us right. meet someone that like worked there or there was some kind of thing where we're like, we have yes. to go there. It's right yes. off the five. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there a place in downtown LA that's like either a whiskey or a beer factory where you can take a tour of like, yeah. they have like a riverboat inside. A riverboat? What? Right, Scotty? Something I like think that? that is right. I think there is like a, I think it is whiskey. It's not Green Bar, but there are, there are actually up. more in downtown LA than you think. Like there are distilleries and stuff down there. But basically, like Karen and I were like, as the world gets stupider, let's try to get smarter about things. But this helicopter tour was great, wasn't it? Great. I thought it was so fun. It was fascinating, and there was a guy there that was very rich, and he. It was this kind of thing where it's like, you're you. The rest of you might be on a tour. I'm going to buy a helicopter. Isn't that right? Isn't that right, Yvette or whatever his like 
uh, trophy lady on his arm was. Correct. And they, it was like they went through central casting and were given like the costumes of people who need other people to know they're rich. Um, so he yes. had like a big watch on. Blazer. And he had, blazer. The, he had the kind of blazer with the gold buttons. Like, yeah. like it's me, the CEO. Like it was so hacky, <laughs> yes. hilarious. And they were kind of in the front, like kind of quietly yes. asking questions like, uh, yes. uh, all right, uh, anyway, do will I get my ashtray? Where it's just like, shut the <laughs> oh fuck up. Shut but up. But then Karen and I did the thing. Also, we sort of coupled up in a way that when you do a tour, you, you if you're with a friend, you like ally in a way where you pretend like you're also very interested. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're getting the R22. We're getting the R33. It's interesting. Yeah, fuck you. You only have four friends. We have six. We have, you know, our, <laughs> we're bringing our horses. We're bringing it's our horses. The band, the horses. We have a whole have you guys, have you ever taken, well, first of all, the distillery is called the um, Lost Spirits Distillery. And you can I'm in. It's a boat ride? It says it's a, this, this distillery tour. This distillery tour is like a boozy theme park for adults, and that's okay. your timeout. Oh, um, we're in. Um, have you ever? This is a childhood thing, but have you ever been to an RV show? Yes. And you just get a tour. Yes. The fucking most expensive. Yeah, of course you have. It's so much fun. So much fun to go inside the, the like, like the biggest R- RV. Basically, it's right. Yeah, all the beds that turn into dinner tables. Oh, oh the walls, toilets. Just like but Nomad you touch Man. everything. It's fun yeah, to go, fun. like, it's fun to ask questions that you will never buy that <laughs> 1.2 million RV. And they're like, and, Seriously. This, and the dining room table does have leaf options. And you're like, oh, leaf options. So we can, oh, we oh. can sit more there. It's so We can do Thanksgiving here. Fun. <laughs> interesting. And so will this fit a 14-pound turkey? No, an 8-pound? Interesting. Well, we'll have, we to, get have to get another one. one. This yeah. won't work for us. We'll you know, it's very, one. very similar to that. And I was just thinking, this is a, to me a sign of how much I'm ready to not be in quarantine anymore. I started yes. very romantically thinking about the exposition hall at the county fair, and oh, basically the guys that that um, do these are the knives you can buy. They're like the Ginsu knives. Yes. There's the pe- there's the thing that's like this is the potato peeler that also is a yes. French fry maker. There's all those different um, display people. Then there's yes. the people that are like selling a certain thing, the hot tub salesmen. Oh, and yeah. when we were young and we would go, we would show our sheep at the fair, like walk, getting lost in the expo hall purely for the AC and just to kind of see what was going on was like the, was one of my favorite parts of it. And I was like, I miss so it. Fun. So yeah. fun. Yeah. I've never been to the California State Fair. What's that like? It must be massive, I have, I have right? Too. Yeah. Where is it? Sacramento? Sacramento? Yeah. Hmm. It, it must I don't, be I don't think, massive. I, oh, I don't know the one in Sacramento. I definitely went to a... I thought it was a state fair down south somewhere. <laughs> like, in, like You're Southern in Tijuana, California. dude. <laughs> <laughs> that was just Tijuana, dude. Ooh, that was a Tijuana. It was not state. the fair. It was a donkey. Yeah. It, was, it is so... Oh, my God. It is beautiful so lights. Have you ever had one of those where it's just... the Your memory of it is so hazy. You're like, I think yeah. that did happen. Or is it a dream? Or is it was a it, dream? No. Yes, was it the... Like L.A. County Fair that's out by the racetracks in um, South and West. It might have been. It might have been. I definitely went on like a Ferris wheel and some swings. <laughs> the Orange uh, County Fair is actually pretty legit, too, except for the people there. But yeah. it's fun. I, lo- I miss a petting zoo. I miss some weird but famous band, Heart 
played not long ago. Oh. Yes, completely. Sweet spot for me, sweet yeah. spot. In Petaluma, the fairgrounds are right down, the Petaluma fairgrounds are right there. Yes. And there used to be a roller skating rink and a, a video game arcade that was year-round. Um but every year Pablo Cruz plays. It, Eddie best. Money. Eddie Money used to play every year because he wow. is like from the area. R.I.P. Like my sister, um, that is like <laughs> a tradition. She'll call me drunk from the fair and be like, "Guess who it is?" I'll be like, <laughs> then she'll like hold the phone up and it's Kid Rock or whatever. Oh it's my god! The funniest, the funniest, funniest. Like everyone Let in my family just you. goes to the fair. Yeah. As since it's his hometown too, does Guy Fieri ever do cooking demos? I mean, I bet he did in the earlier days. Right. But he's now he's famous to the point where like when he does come back and, you know, like bring his kids around to trick or treat or something, it's like a huge deal. But he used to be before he was so big and diners drive-ins and dives were was so popular. Mm -hmm. He was just kind of it was like that cook guy that's, you know, that's doing well. He's, so, in the week, he's in the Petaluma Weekly. He, I think he might have gotten straight up like a rocket and never had to make any kind of county fair yeah, or citywide right. fair stops. He That's jumped. the way to do it. He did jumped. You, did and you guys he see, deserved it. Did you guys see the picture of, <laughs> the picture oh boy. of Guy Fieri with yes. his hair down? Yes. With, with his, his hair, hair down? What? With his hair down and not dyed? <laughs> no. I, I Is it real? It's a Photoshop. Oh, like, is it the one with the my pillow? It's Photoshop? the my pillow guy. Throw it in the chat. Do it. Oh, is it it's the my pillow guys with Guy Fieri's face <laughs> superimposed in it. Is that true? I think so. It's not or is it real. Tim McGraw? It's someone. God damn but it! That's... I hate the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I've been tricked again. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if it's not real, we're not doing it. Scotty, give us one more to send us out. Man, this one's flying by. Okay, uh, this one was sent in by just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of people. Um, woman discovers her son's bride is her long-lost daughter. So this one... I saw is, this on the Instagram today, and I cried. Yes, this one's going all over the place. It's on every news station, but I got it on Yahoo News by Carl Sampson. Um, Carl Sampson, the human typewriter, best in the biz. Mm -hmm. So a woman in eastern China had the shock of her life when she found out that her son was marrying her long-lost daughter. That's the premise. The reunion... Okay. So the reunion occurred right as the would-be spouse's wedding in, I'm going to say... Shuzhou uh, province uh, on March 31st, according to Sohu News. The shocking discovery was made after the woman noticed a birthmark on the bride's hand, which looked strikingly similar that to her, of her long-lost child. Determined to uncover the truth, the woman mustered the courage to ask the bride's parents whether or not she was adopted. After explaining the story of the identical birthmark, the bride's parents quickly confirmed that their child was adopted. Details were ironed out, uh, and the bride was confirmed that she was indeed that woman's long-lost biological daughter. Okay, oh so just, just a no, simple recap. Um, a future mother-in-law meets the bride-to-be and sees a birthmark on her hand and realizes that might be her daughter who went missing for reasons that are unknown. It's also unclear why that daughter went away. 
It turns out she went missing as a child and was picked up by her adoptive parents on a roadside 20 years ago. Holy the, shit. The wedding could have been called off at this point because the woman also, until the mother revealed that her son, was now it? the daughter's groom, was also adopted. No. no. Cry. No. Cry. I saw it on your Instagram today, which, by the way, follow you guys. It's the fucking best Instagram. Beautiful. <laughs> Cried. And then there's this beautiful. photo of them crying. That's yeah, like, the mother beautiful. and daughter reunited oh. in the photo. Oh. oh, that's probably why I have a migraine is I'm dehydrated from crying so hard. That. But sorry, so can I ask then, does that Please. mean, and this is the kind of detail question that's very irritating that I will ask when clearly, <laughs> how would anyone know? But does that mean that the this mother-in-law met her future um, daughter-in-law to be the day of the wedding? I think that is the case. I think they met like right before the wedding for the first time. I, okay. They're, they're, in, this, in this article, there's no story of like, oh, they live in different cities or whatever. So... We're going to assume it was a Zoom year and also, they fell in Zoom. <laughs> oh, Dude, good point. I, it was a Zoom question. year. Yeah. I have another yeah. question. I'm going to lie. Did, <laughs> did the two kids both know that they were adopted? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure the it seems son, like the son knew. Well, no, it's the daughter like the didn't. Revealed. Okay. I remember the, the, on the, in your article, the daughter... The son, when the mother came up to the parents of the son, of yes. the daughter, and were like, she's a, is she adopted? They were like, that's actually a family secret. Oh. And how do you know that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Which I, I don't know if the kid knew, the daughter knew or not, but, like, they don't, they don't reveal it to everyone, If you apparently. just had, like, a, like a, an arrow uh, hanging in the air next to this interaction where it was, like, yes. pointing up meant happy and pointing down meant sad, it was like, <laughs> yes. we've got some news for you. You're adopted. <laughs> no! Yeah. But that's your mom. Whoa! But he's your brother. No! But Congratulations on your special day! <laughs> I was going to say because the I, the reveal that he's adopted is so good because yes. other than that, it would mean a brother and sister had found each other like basically across Happens. worlds where it's like Beautiful. of all the people in the world, you, my secret brother, are the one that I am in yeah. love with. Oh. I love your pheromones. Lightly gross. Because I'm a narcissist. Yeah. We speak in the same cadence and we, it, we harmonize perfectly. We just were a karaoke. Oh together and he harmonized and i hit it just under his Aww. mouth and plus um, singing we have the same eyebrows reunited and it feels so good oh my god scotty spot on it happens uh when i was i was working on misery index which is like a game show on tbs and one of the stories that is in season one is two men getting married in london found out they were biological brothers but have both been put up for adoption true story Holy shit. Oh my god. That sucks. That, sucks. that is a very that's misery. And that's grounds yes, for it divorce. That's grounds for divorce. I was just gonna say, well, if they were Catholic, I bet that the priest would be like, Yeah, you can divorce, but they were a gay couple, so it's that, brutal. they already would have. <laughs> yeah. Um, All right, I'm gonna tell you the guys. wedding pers hold on, let oh, me just finish this yeah. one up because oh, okay. love <laughs> prevailed. <laughs> There's so much more. <laughs> the wedding proceeded. They're both dogs. <laughs> yeah. Adopted by cats. Um, 
What a comfort. Uh, the wedding proceeded as planned. The shocking, <laughs> the shocking twist is one uh, that detoured the 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 guests will never forget. That's probably not true, but all these wedding <laughs> videos went fire. Barry goes, oh, they're both adopted. They're not related. It's totally cool. It's not Sons of Thunder. No, uh, it's exactly. not. <laughs> it's um, no Sons of Thunder. But it's unclear. This is the only part I want, really want to say, Curdy B. Uh, was it's unclear if the adopted son, now son-in-law, will be searching for his own oh, parents. Right. Um, yeah, I can bet. I'll bet exactly how it's going to go. He'll, he's going to be like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that," and then he'll just wait for ten years because <laughs> yeah. it's a very difficult totally. thing to like, start those things. You know? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, you think you want to know, but then when you get up close to it, it's like, like oh. Yeah, do I really want to know? Yeah, yeah, you can't be like, you can't decide later whether or not you want to know right. after you have already found out. Probably, you can't you unknow guys? it. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Ever been to a wedding where you didn't know the bride and groom? Like, have you ever been the date or the guest to a wedding where you just didn't know anybody involved? Yes. I crashed a wedding on accident before. Oh. What do you mean? When a friend said, oh, it's, they're having a casual wedding, which isn't a fucking thing, it turns out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they said, like, yeah, bring, bring, you know, come to the party after, bring your friends. Like, I think that they knew, oh, they knew the DJ. And he was like, yes, or they knew the, br- the groom. I don't know. They knew someone and we walk in all dressed up and it was not okay. And I was very angry at my Yeah. For oh my they acted cool and it, like it was okay, but I was horrified. Did they feed you? No, it was like after that. Oh, we took a photo booth okay. photo and okay. later. Oh, okay, that's cool. That's understandable. Yeah. All right, I'm going to tell you guys one last thing, and then we'll leave. Okay, let's do it. We won't even talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Let's just let this it's... hang in the air. As Ooh, I yeah, love that. Right? Oh Did boy, you guys know? Yes, this is sent in by by uh, Feniger Hollywood. Thank you, Feniger. Sends in a lot of great stuff. Um, that Mr. Brightside by the Killers. <laughs> yes, I know this. Yes, is still. It was released in 2003 on the charts. It is yeah. still on the UK charts. It's never left the UK charts. It's what? never left the charts. No. No, it, has left, it has left, but it has spent five, collectively five years on the UK top 100. So that yep. means that sometimes it'll like drop off, but then it comes back. And, like, and if you like chart, if you chart for one day, you have considered to have charted. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And they have I love charted charting. now. How many I'm weeks? charting right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all charting. Is it? We're all uh, looking at each other like I think we all charted. It feels we pretty great. Muting. It does we feel pretty great. They spent 260 weeks on the UK. <laughs> I mean, like, is it? Is this one of those TikTok videos that people keep doing funny things to now? And then I they think, keep charting. No, it's like bright, the, It's like Dark Side of the Moon with Pink Floyd. How that one was on for however many years or decades. But yeah, Mr. Brightside has been in the top 100 or whatever forever, forever, wow. and also. Wow. No other song comes close. Second longest running chart hit is Snow Patrol's Chasing Cars. The UK is a much <laughs> different place than America. They have Very much music so. Music tastes over Very there. Very much <laughs> so. <laughs> but, but seemingly better, really. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just to know, put that on. I would love to end as we like go out of this episode if, Bright, if Mr. Brightside can come on. Uh, sure, I'll uh, invest $75,000. Yeah, I was going to say, absolutely not. As the, as the heads of Exactly Right Podcast Network, That's we a will firm pay. no. Oh. 
zero dollars and zero cents. Yeah, we spoke oh, yeah. to our lawyer. Not ha- we're already going to edit this down to 32 <laughs> minutes of like responsible podcasting. No, is- ew. Um, what, Georgia, remember when we went to the chart room in New Orleans? Uh, that weird <gasps> time where we were there at the same time and that pirate couple joined us and we threw and ice sh- at people's butt cracks? Mm-hmm. What the lady grabbed my husband's ass. Yes. <laughs> and then Her- Vince and I, the ne- it was so much fun that the next morning Vince and I had to change our flight and yeah. buy the hotel for another day. Yes. So we did, because I was so hungover. Yeah. We that went. I couldn't leave. Yeah. Abnormally hard. Kurt, that was Albertina's wedding. Oh, yeah. I believe it. I believe it. Because uh, I'm great bar. I made a, a reservation for Kushan, and Ugh. then all of the people that I knew were going to be in New Orleans got uh, food poisoning. And then <laughs> I realized that George and Vince were in New Orleans. So I was like, do you want to go to Kushan? And we over ordered food, and then we just Ugh. went to Chart Room and got. Uh, Annihilated with two people dressed like pilots, and the pirate pirates. woman had her breasts hanging out the entire night till four a.m. It was. I mean, to me, night. that's just a normal Scotty hangout. Like <laughs> that, to me, I don't think we've ever not had like a white claw style night before, <laughs> which I love about you. You know, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm ready to get back into it. Last so oh, soon, guys. Soon. Thank you guys both for being on the show. Absolutely, guys. our pleasure so and congratulations. A year of wonderful, uh, hilarious, cool podcasting. Truly. Really great. And great merch. Great. You guys are great people all around. Well, appreciate thank you. you. Do it with and thanks to everybody at Exactly Right that helps us out, right, Curtie B? Like yes. to Hannah, Danielle, to Jay, to everybody and all the people that we will meet when the great quarter is over it's been yeah. so fun especially to katie levine our producer thank you so much Woo. katie katie helps us so so much really banana girl number three or banana woman <laughs> number three and yeah. um yeah but thank you so much it's been really fun and we're gonna do exactly one more year <laughs> <laughs> it's contracted man one more year here we go <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 